Welcome back, everyone, and League of Interest is back for another week. And just straight off the bat, we just want to address a couple of the people who are missing in this episode. We've obviously got the, the two doggy supporters in Jason and and Josh who aren't here this week. And I've heard they're sick, and they're sick of the bulldog shit. <laughs> so they're they're out, and they're just in their bed, just crying still after having all this hope for this year. And uh, they're already done, so they're defeated. Dane was at the game on week on the weekend and got third degree burns because it's been that long since he's been out in the sun. So he's out as well. He's he's upset with his roosters losing to the mighty dolphins, which was a fantastic game to watch. It was as a rugby league fan, it was hard not to get involved and actually get and sort of on the couch cheering. I think they've become everyone's second team all of a sudden. So um, and you'll get that way when you're beating the Roosters, a team everyone likes to hate. So, Sid, uh, welcome back. What do you make of the round one games? Yeah, it was uh, really good to have the footy back. Um, your game, the Eels and the and the uh, Storm, was a good start to the round. And um, then we endured the other side of the spectrum with, uh, <laughs> I think it was, what was it, Warriors Knights or something? Warriors Knights, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a bit of uh, watching grass grow on that one. Yeah. Um, with some with some inkling of some uh, of, of throwing the ball around, you know, can't can't complain. But but it's just good to have the footy back. It, it was good. Um, Dolphins game, I tipped them, so can't, you know, uh, you know, I'll modestly say I tipped them. I'm probably the only person on the planet that tipped them yeah. um, to beat the Roosters. And then uh, that stat I was talking about, how they start slow. Out of the last fourteen years, um, Trent under Trent Robertson, after fourteen seasons, they've lost eleven of the first first games. So, yeah. you know, they started slow and, uh, and um, yeah, yeah, and it was good. Also, um, special mention to the Dragons. We're ahead of um, the the who were ahead of the Bulldogs. But who else were we ahead of? We're ahead of the Panthers too. Uh, we're going um, good, you know, and we didn't concede a point on the bye, so that was good. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think there's going to be teams out there. Haven't won or haven't won out of none from two this week, and the Dragons will already be ahead of him on two points. Haven't even played a game yet, so uh, <laughs> that'd be crazy when you think of it that way. But uh, I, I've got to tell you, the amount of outrageous predictions you come out with, you're about to get one sooner or later, so it's finally come to that. So good on you, take the winners when you can get it. It's first up, so it might be the year of the fid. We'll, we'll find out as the season goes on, but. Thursday night, we'll start off with a cracking game and arguably the game of the round in the Penrith Panthers versus the the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And that's at the foot of the mountains at Penrith. Penrith, two home games in a row. You'd probably think in your back of your mind, they can't lose two in a row, especially two games at home. But if there's a team that's going to do it, it it's for mine, it's the, the Bunnies. They're sky high in confidence at the moment. You can tell by the way that the players talk at press conferences. They're, they're very confident they can get this done. Um, for mine, it's one of the games where you just in the back of your mind, as much as you want to sort of tip south, you just sort of you go towards Penrith because it's it's Penrith and it's at home that they're kind of you don't want to be the defending premiers and be none and two uh, after two games. So the player for mine to watch out for in this game, um, I think it was pretty quiet. Um, it would have to be Nathan Cleary. I thought it was pretty quiet last week, and I think he's going to step up and have have a mighty game. Uh, what's your thoughts, Sid? Um, yeah, look, uh, I echo those sentiments about South. They they look like a team that um that are really flying, and you know it's always a sign, an ominous sign when the team is doing everything at full pace. The hit ups are at full pace. They spread it at full pace. 
You know, and you look at the flip side, teams like the Dragons, the Tigers, Bulldogs, they stand, they catch the ball, then they start running. Like, it's a complete opposite. Yeah. Um, but the only worry is that uh, there's a whisper Latrell might be out, just as a precaution, he's got a little twinge. Um, you know, so that would be a big difference. Um, and also, uh, I have to agree with your observation about Cleary. I thought he was waiting for the game to come to him. Yeah. Um, whereas he doesn't, that's not Cleary like. Cleary normally... Like he wants to, if he can get the ball or five tackles every time they get the ball, he'll do it. Um, I think he's pacing himself because it is a long season, yeah. but he'll be angry with that <laughs> that performance uh, last week. They end up losing at home. Uh, they'll be dirty and they'll be up for it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that one. Um, the first Friday games, the Eels versus the Sharks in probably one could be the, the match of the round as well. There's a couple of crackers to start this week off, actually, to be fair. Um, power at home once again, Combank Stadium. It's a hard game because again, it's it's two top, potentially top four teams, and they could start the season zero and two. So um, neither team will want that. Uh, both teams will be right up for this one. I'm surprised in the market. Power dollar fifty eight and the Sharks two dollars forty is quite a difference there. I thought it'd be a bit closer than that. I think the Heinz factor maybe for the Sharks. Um, Sid, who's your play to look out for in this one? Um. Yeah, that's uh. I, I you can't go past Mitchell Moses. His efforts always there. You know, I speak. I mentioned players are playing at full pace. He does that. He plays at a mile a minute, but his timing was out. It was like he would he'd run diagonal, like he you know his trademark diagonal run, and then he dummy on the inside, and then he go oh, no no I better give it, and then he gave it and it went to ground a couple of times. He did that. You know, mm. wasn't necessarily an inside ball, but it looked like he second guessed himself. And then that comes with timing as well. Um, we'll look for a better, more measured performance. With with Sharks, they're one of those teams that they, they will punish you if you're a little bit down, you know. Yeah. You need to be up 2 3% to beat them. But if you're down 2 3%, they'll beat you. They'll beat any team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as much as I hate them, you know, credit with credit's due. So you've got to be up for it and you don't want to be 0 and 2, 100% agree. They'll just drag you in the trenches there. They're, they're that sort of That's team it. that'll just sort of suffocate you in a way. But... Um, mine will be Dylan Brown. I thought he was really quiet last week, and I was pretty disappointed in his game, to be honest. It sort of, I've said a couple of times, it felt like he was in holiday mode still, and coming off the season he had, I don't think you want to get into that sort of um, behaviour on the field. You don't want to become that sort of player and just sort of rest on your laurels, and he has signed that big contract. I hope he doesn't sort of rest on that, and I hope he comes out this week, and he probably needs to come out this week and just get the ball rolling with himself for the season ahead, and if he's running the ball, that's where he's the strongest if he starts running the ball. So I'll be looking forward to see if in those first five, ten minutes he starts taking on the line and we'll be able to see if Dill Brown's on or not. The first, uh, the next Friday game, the, the ten, Channel 9 game, the Queensland Derby, and shout-out to the Queensland teams. They all four teams won on the weekend. So big result for footy up north. They're probably partying hard still. Probably won't happen again. Uh, the Broncos versus the Cowboys, uh, Suncorp Stadium. It's a cracker. The market has them pretty even. Um, I think there's like there's not much in it at all. Um, I'm finding this one a really hard tip. I keep tossing up um, back and forth. I think the Broncos at home might get it done or should get it done for mine just. Uh, Adam Reynolds is the obvious one to point out for ones to watch. But for mine, I'll go with Carrigan. Um, I like what he does for that team. He's just the glue. And we've seen it last year that that slide happened when he was out um, suspended he came back last week playing and they beat the defending premiers. 
they looked in control of that game the whole time as well. It was one of those weird games where you just felt like after about 15 minutes, you just thought, yeah, the Broncos are going to win this. Um, they were just right there, perfect. And I think that has a lot to do with Carrigan um, and how he holds himself on on the field and end off it. Um, really looking forward to see how Carrigan plays. Yeah, um, I was really impressed with that. Uh, I, do I want to go as far as saying that Reynolds gave uh, Cleary a little lesson that game? Yeah. Um, just looking back, uh, in terms of game management and uh, and the composure was just first class. Now, Cleary's a composed guy, but he's, he also can be fiery and he can... You know, it, it can be it can be rattled. He was yeah. blow his best in his in in fairness, but yeah, I was just uh, it was really good. Now the reason I bring up Reynolds is I'm looking forward to him and ex Premiership winning halfback against Townsend and ex Premiership yeah. winning halfback. And you know we've been uh, I, I put my hand up we've been, we 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 questioned that signing for the Cowboys. Why well, are well, you signing a thirty something year old halfback? But you know what? Looking back, obviously, it's, uh, halfbacks are hard to find, you know, and hard to hard to score a decent halfback. There's there's 16 teams, and I'd say there are about seven of them that are yeah. quality, you know. And they picked him up; they did well. and And I was particularly impressed with his game again uh, on the weekend. It should be a cracker, another cracker. There's three crackers. To look yeah, forward to, so. it's a brilliant game. Um, the first Saturday game, Roosters versus the Warriors, and Roosters are, are coming off being embarrassed. It's it's just going to be to put it brutally. Um, Warriors coming off a decent win. Um, as you said, it was a pretty scrappy game, but they got the two points in typical sort of Warriors fashion. Uh, it's fair to say. So, um, oh, where are you at here? Where, where's the key player? Um, oh, that's a tough one. I, I thought I went with um, uh, Josh Curran last week. Um, and I thought he did really, really well. You chose uh, Tohu Harris, and I think you were right as well. It was just, it was, it was really good. They gave him direction. Um, they're intelligent in their runs and in their angles yeah. in terms of getting to where they need to be. Um, it's not always about uh, tackle breaking and, um, and, um, and you know, offloads and whatever else. Sometimes you just need to get the right angle and get the defenders shuffling and, and you know, mixing, scrambling their numbers. Um, so I've, I'll, I'll go with um, Tony Harris and, and Curran for that matter. Uh, but as far as the Roosters, uh, they were not at the races. An interesting thing worth mentioning, uh, Billy Slater said he saw an open training session. Um, it was oh, it might have been like a, you know, like a news article on Channel 9, pre-match, whatever, or a couple of days before. And the Roosters were in the ice baths and he said the way they were playing around, they were mucking around, they play fighting or whatever. He said they didn't look like they were ready to play footy, you know. Yeah. And, um and uh, Wayne Bennett, he's, he's, he can smell a, he can smell a, um, you know, a, 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 um, a poor mentality, a side that's that's not mentally ready or ready to underestimate him. You saw what he done with those Queensland team two yeah. years ago, um, and, and they paid for it. Uh, Roosters Roots has got some work to do, but they got Joey Manu back, so uh, should be interesting. Yeah, big, big in, big in. Uh, a massive in. He'll be my player to watch, Joey Manu. I feel like. He's, a, a, as we just said, a massive in for the team just because of how, how he plays as well. Um, he won't just be a typical centre. He'll be there to be sniffing around the ruck as well. He plays the second fullback, which I think the Roosters really missed last week. And I know they got bashed up a little bit, but I think he just brings a, a newfound confidence for the Roosters. And him being in will be enough for mine for to get the points over the Warriors. Dolphins back at their spiritual home against the Raiders. 
they're not the favourites. It's two twenty nine to dollar sixty three uh, for the for the Raiders, which I'm a bit surprised about because I know the Raiders came back against the Cowboys, but I thought the Cowboys fell asleep a little bit, so let them back in there. I wasn't too pleased with the Raiders' first half. Got to put that out there. And the Dolphins are obviously the Dolphins, so um, I think at their spiritual home, the Dolphins should do enough here to get the points. Um, I think they're great value for that. Actually, it could be a better of the week, but. Um, Play the play to watch. Uh, I know I liked how he played last week, and it was real tough. And I'll go the young guy Isaiah Katoa. Um, he got hit a couple of times last week, but just kept getting up. It was really tough to play. And I think this week against the Raiders, we're going to see more of the attacking side of his game, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I know he's got a lot of tricks in his arsenal, and a little bit of confidence after that first win, and knowing the senior forwards that they got there got behind him and, and had his back. I think he'll come out and put on a bit of a show against the Raiders. Yeah, um, I was impressed with that as well. It's, it's, it's a uh, it's a tough lesson and it's a long season. You get battered after a while, but um, it's always promising and, you know, shows a good attitude of the kid, you know. Um, as far as Raiders, they're 40-minute team. To which 40 minutes, we don't know. Uh, but if they give Dolphins that start, then they'll probably lose as well. Yeah. Um, uh, just like last week. The, the player to watch uh, for me, um, I like the I like the Bromwich brothers. I, I think they can. They really they paced themselves, but they did just enough. They did the right things. You know, they did their hit ups. They didn't drop the ball. It was just all out professional performance. But they're gonna just gotta go up a little bit to take on Papali'i and and, and Co. Uh, and the Monster Raiders pack. Um, um, but a special mention to. Uh, the ex Bulldogs hooker, what's his name? Uh, uh, Marshall Marshall King. Yeah. Wow, that was a really really good performance. Yeah. It looked like he knew clearly what he had to do, and that's vintage Bennett. Yeah. He knew his role. He kept it simple. Passed straight off the ground. If you're going to run run run, if you're going to pass pass, no fire dancing around, no looking around to see who's getting it. Uh, it was it was really impressive. Yeah, well, you mentioned the hooker, and the next game has two of the, the best in the comp, and that's the Storm versus the Bulldogs. And I think the only shining light for the Bulldogs last week was the performance of their captain, Reed Marnie, and um, still stings a little bit to, to say Bulldogs captain for Reed Marnie, but <laughs> we're there. Um, and Harry Grant obviously hurt, hurt Parra last week with his try and golden point. I thought it was just fantastic all game. Um, where, where, where are you going here with um, your tip and key play to look out for? Well, it's funny enough, last week I picked both of them as well for their respective games, if you recall. You reckon I've got a soft spot for hookers, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think you love a good hooker. Yeah, yeah well, um, no, they were, they were really good. Look, Reed Money, i just got to say, I'll give you one stat, I, I, I thought, just from observation, I'm like David Middleton, you know, but him going up and cleaning up the crossfield chip and a grubber, I think I saw it at least three times in the game. From a hooker. Yeah. Normally get it from the halfback. You know, obviously the fullbacks are always trying to sweep around, but you normally get it from the halfback who knows the plays and knows the type of kick and knows the, the body shape of the of the the opposition kicker and where he's gonna kick it. But he was just he was everywhere. He tried he tried his guts out. Doesn't surprise me to put him captain uh, as we yeah. spoke about last week. The way he was um pushing his forwards around and not afraid to give him a spray. Um yeah. He, he's he's a real he's a real buy for them. They got a lot of work to do, but he's he's a shining light. Yeah. Next game Sunday, Leichhardt, and um, they get uh, two in a row once again for another team, and it's the Tigers versus the Knights. 
I think Sheen's had pretty much egg on his face. I don't know why last week they didn't start Appy, but um, look to keep up with the the hooker mentality we've got at the moment. Um, I'll say Appy. I think he's a standout here. I think he needs to really just take the game, take control from the kickoff. Um, I don't know why he wasn't there. I know they reckon he was injured, but if he's injured, just don't play him full stop. It just seems strange. Your injury doesn't recover in 20 minutes sitting on the bench. So um, a very strange one. I think Simkin didn't, just didn't have it really, to, to be honest. But really looking forward to Appy, how he performed. I think the Tigers should win. I don't know. I don't like saying Tigers should win because they, they just don't know how to win at the moment. But um, Clayman will be fired up against his old team. But, yeah, I think the, the key player to look out for here is Appy. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, the Battle of the Sixers. Um, yeah. The Dewey was super impressive. And Ponga looks like, you know, I've been a bit of a critic of his because he plateaued over the last three years. You know, he's the same player for the last three years. He hasn't got faster. He hasn't got better. He hasn't got stronger, you know, um, as far as I know, anyways, from, from his performances. But he, he, looks, he looked prime last week. He was angry, which is good. Bit of fire. You want to see that, you know? Um, obviously, controlled aggression. but And then Dewey's just... I think he's a classy player. I think, um, you know, someone said to me while I was watching the footy, I said, if you swap him and Munster, how how good would Dewey go at the Storm and how good would Munster go at the Tigers, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I think it'd be hard for Munster to carry the Tigers, but Dewey would be a world-class player at the Storm. Yeah. That no, says I, a lot. You know? I agree with that. I really like Dewey's performance. I think he was the only shining light, really, for the Tigers last week as well. So, um, I feel like if him and Appy can start working together a lot more, I still don't think there's any hope for Luke Brooks. I don't know why they kept him, but um, that's another story for another day. We'll, we don't want to get too much into that one. The last game of the round, I know you're looking forward to this one, Dragons versus Titans at Net Strata Jubilee. Um, so Dragons finally get to right the wrongs. It's been a crazy off-season. I know doubt feel like the players just want to get out there and play some footy and hopefully get some comp- more competition points, shut the critics up. Titans looked really good on uh, last weekend. Now I know the Tigers played poorly, but I think that was because of the Titans played quite well as well. Uh, really like Foran's addition. Um, if Foran can play and then be on the field and just sort of be an on-field coach this week while he's injured, I think that'll go a long way for the Titans. Um, this is a hard one for me to tip. I know you'll probably go to the Dragons. Um I'll go the Titans off the back of Foran playing. If Foran doesn't play, I think the Dragons win. Um, play to look out for. Uh, I just said it then, Foran for mine, even if he just goes on and plays that on-field coach sort of position. But really looking forward to see Sullivan play at the six for the Dragons, if I mention a Dragons player. Yeah. Um, you know, what's a worry is I think the backs are quite even, but the Titans forwards are much stronger. Mm. Much stronger, you know. And I'm surprised yeah. not many people spoke about them in the off season because when you look at it, it's a like Fodawaker uh, two years ago was a starting Origin prop, and he's now off the yeah. bench for him, and it's just a really impressive pack. Yeah, and they've got a good balance of you know uh, big men and uh, rangy mobile guys yeah. that can offload and got a fend with both hands, a little bit of ball skills. Um, you know, their second row. I think Jolliff is out at the moment, but he's a good player too. You know, the other yeah. back rower. Uh, I I think Fafita's primed. I said that last week. I think he did really well. Um, made a few clean breaks. Um, he's making his tackles. Um, like they're 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 a real worry for the Dragons. What does bring him back to the fold is the travel. Uh, having travelled to Sydney and then got, probably gone back home and then come back again, they'll travel to Sydney and then bus it to Wollongong. Um, sometimes that can tell on teams and 
make Dragons just a little bit better, you know. Maybe, you know, gives them six extra points in the tank. Especially if it's windy and it's hard to kick, it's hard to control the game down there, windy Wollongong. Yeah. But uh, I'll tip the Dragons just. just. Yeah, look out. Get, get down there yeah. and get your, your red V on. Um, what's your bold prediction for the weekend ahead? You'll be in, oh, let's see if you can go two from two. Oh, right. Um, let me think. Wow. I'll go, I'll yeah, go first you know? while you, while you yeah. think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I don't know if it'll happen because it's, it's quite out there because I'm not tipping one of their teams to win. But I reckon the, the West will be glowing after this weekend. We had all Queensland teams win last weekend. I think this weekend we'll have the Tigers – the dogs is the one I'm iffy about. I don't know if they can beat the storm, but they, if they've got some heart about them, they'll give them a good shot. And I think Eels and Penrith, I think all four Western clubs will get the win this weekend. You know, I, I'd like to agree. And, and I want to see the dogs do well. And, you know, because of everything they bought and it's just Personally, getting boring. I don't. Bad. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you like it? I just, I just think it's getting boring. They've been bad for yeah. so long and we're waiting for this so-called rebuild to come together and, the Storm have Munster out, uh, which is yeah. a big out. Yeah. Um, as much as I still think Harry Grant's their main man, I'm thinking about the dog. Oh, I don't want to say. Uh, all right. I'm going to say, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, I'm just going to go some try scorers if you don't mind. I'm going to go three back rowers, and I did this last year once, three back rowers to score two tries each in any game. Oh, nice. Nice. Back yeah, row attack. That'd be good this, for super coach if you can get them. So, yeah, this this time of year, I find the edge of defense, and you know, some new players, some old players, new combinations, a couple of new coaches out there. Um, it, they can get found wanting, and a lot of back rollers go over. Yeah, no, I like that. There you go, guys. That is round two, ready to go. Cannot wait for it. Uh, we got through. Who knows who will be back next week? We might be down in just one. We don't know yet. We'll we'll see what happens, but. Good luck to your teams this weekend. The Red V, let's see if they can shut the media up or um, will they be wooden spoon favourites? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, enjoy your footy, guys. It's round two. Everyone's still in contention. You're only two points off the lead, so just think of it that way if you haven't won a game yet. So uh, enjoy the guys.